The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Finish Strong Friday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sports book app. What do we do on Finish Strong Fridays? I give you my picks for each and every game. I recap what was a very eventful Thursday night, and thanks to Mike Singletary, we give out winners. I want winners. I want people that want to win. So do me and Brian, Mike Singletary. So do me and Brian. We want people like spread the word winner Tom Ayer, A-Y-E-R. I saw that he retweeted the Fantasy Feast podcast from Wednesday. So Tom Really appreciate it. I think I've seen you t- retweet a couple other things as well, whether it's at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. Every social media engagement matters, right? So when you are the little engine that could fighting uphill against these big podcast media conglomerate things, every little engagement helps. We really appreciate it. Tom, send me an email. Ross at RossTucker.com. Let me know exactly what you would like, whether it's a signed picture or a signed football card, or I'm getting more and more signed press passes these days, or press passes I could sign at least. As you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash NFL. I am not in my home setup, as is often the case on a Friday during football season. I am on the road, and in fact, I am in West Point, New York. I am calling the Citadel and Army tomorrow, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS Sports Network. So hit me up, Ross at RossTucker.com, Tom, as well as Matt Kalashewski. Matt, you are the final Xbox winner, or I'm sorry, final Madden winner. I emailed you the code. Matt sent me like, I don't know, five or six codes, three different emails. Matt wanted the new Madden bad. So congratulations to you, Matt. I I like giving it to the people that make it clear that they really want it and it's important to them. So that's who I think that's that's kind of how I am in life in general, right? Like I 
I like when people that it matters to the most and care the most end up having success or getting looking to achieve. And that was certainly Matt Kalashewski sending me five or six different sponsor confirmations over like two or three emails. So kudos to you, Matt. The YouTube shout out. Remember, every week I'm going to pick a YouTube subscriber and I'm going to give you a video shout out. In fact, I got a post last week's for Joshua Watt. I'll post that either today or tomorrow, Joshua. So you have that for your daughter, um, Soph. I think she'll enjoy it. But anyway, Gregory Roy, you're the YouTube subscriber this week that gets a shout out. So if you want me to give a birthday shout out to someone, you want me to just give you a shout out, your fantasy team, your fantasy league, your buddies, whatever it is, man, I'm happy to do it. It's kind of like a cameo style shout out. For those of you that have had me do videos on cameo, same type of deal, 30, 40 seconds. I'll shout out, say hello to whoever you want. It's kind of fun. So Gregory Roy, congratulations. Everybody can automatically enter that for next week by subscribing youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. By the way, while we're on that, really open to any YouTube feedback you guys ever have. So whether it's the the Tuckheads on the private Slack channel, patreon.com slash RT Media, or if anyone wants to email me, any, any feedback you guys have about the YouTube page or social media, really appreciate it. You know, we, we post all the clips, the highlight clips um, from our different shows on there. I think if you have notifications turned on, you probably get a notification every time intern Casey posts one of those highlight clips. So if that's too much, let us know. I got one email from a guy that said, felt like there was a, a few too many notifications. So, you know, obviously this is a new thing for us. So very, very welcome to your feedback. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. First game of week five is in the books. Bears over the Buccaneers 20 to 19, Ross. Right. What a huge game. What an eventful game. And I guess I would argue on some level, Bri, what a disappointing game. And I say that because it was the first game that I can remember seeing this year where it felt like the officials dominated the action. You know, through four weeks, Bri, the scoring had been way up. The penalties had been way down. That absolutely changed last night. And it was, frankly, really disappointing. This breakdown, by the way, is presented by DraftKings. The betting line for this game was all over the place from, you know, the Bucks laying five and a half to at game time, the Bucks were only laying three points at DraftKings. And actually on Bet Sweat, the daily live uh, radio.com show I've been doing from 10 a.m. to noon, I said, you know what? At three, I would take the Bucks, And obviously, I ended up being wrong. It feels like it is a absolutely gigantic swing game for both teams. I mean, the difference between four and one and three and two is a lot. We're going to look back on it when both these teams are in the thick of the playoff race and their divisions. We're going to remember this game. I mean, this was a huge, huge swing point for both these games. Kudos to the Bears. I mean, Khalil Mack had a big game. Nick Foles uh, had a horrible, horrible start to the game and then was able to come back 
and play much, much better and give his team a chance to win. And that's ultimately that matters. What matters? It's not, I mean, the, the Bucks had 340 yards. The Bears had 243. Uh, you know, the penalties is what really – both teams had three sacks allowed. The Bucks had 11 penalties. The Bears had six. And I would say this, Bri, I believe that there were one or two penalties against the Bears that were bad. That You know, it, it was definitely – more against the Bucks, and the Bucks got a raw deal in the game. But there were a couple bad calls that went against the Bears, too. It was a really – there were multiple fouls called in the game that were not penalties. They just weren't. I mean, it was – the Bucks marched on the first drive and had to settle for a field goal. I mean, Foles early in that game, he missed a wide open Allen Robinson for the first first down. It was like third and two, and he missed him by a mile. I thought, oh boy, Foles. Then Carlton Davis got interception off a poorly thrown ball from uh, Nick Foles that went off Aaron, uh, Allen Robinson's hands. He kind of bounced it up, and then the Bucks were able to march right after that. Rookie Tyler Johnson had a heck of a drive. Made a couple plays on the drive. Mike Evans got a touchdown after the refs blew a call on Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones catches a pass, rolls in for a touchdown untouched. They say it's incomplete. I mean, a big miss by the officials. That was one of our first clues that it was going to be a rough, rough night for the officials. Uh, Nick Foles missed a wide-open Darnell Mooney. Would have been a touchdown. Uh, I actually did two of Darnell Mooney's games last year at Tulane. He is fast, fast. And anyway, he missed him for a touchdown by a mile. Uh, but then after that, there was a kickoff return. I think it was 10 nothing, or that might have been 13 not 13 nothing. Yeah, 13 nothing. And there was a nice kickoff return by Cordero Patterson. And Foles finally started to get hot. Foles finally started to get into a rhythm, and he marches them all the way down for a touchdown. Then – one of the key plays of the game, really, Bry, Brady throws the ball to rookie uh, running back Keyshawn Vaughn. And Kyle Fuller um, absolutely destroys Keyshawn Vaughn. So on the field, the officials, I called it an incomplete pass and threw a flag on Fuller. It was not a flag. It was a perfect hit. It was textbook. And I've said over and over again over the years how important it is that they don't throw the flag on legal hits because it's important that people have an example of what to do. An example that you can still deliver a vicious blow without being it being illegal. So kudos to the officials. They huddled, probably talked to New York and said, oh no, that was actually a, a legal hit. Okay. And then the replay, I think Nagy uh, threw the challenge flag, if memory serves, and they realized it was a fumble. Keyshawn Vaughn, it was his third third, um, third step. Now, I think you could debate early on whether or not he really had possession. Mike Pereira did not think that they would overturn it because it was kind of moving around a little bit until he finally tucked it away. But I was okay with that call. That, that, didn't, that didn't kill me. Um, and then Jimmy Graham made an unbelievable touchdown catch. 
as I mentioned, the Bears got a lots of uh, officiating breaks. I mean, officials were calling penalties left and right. The Jensen personal foul was not even close. The Kappa fumble, the Shaq Barrett um, roughing the passer. I mean, honestly, the I don't really care who won the game, but the the Bucks got a raw deal. There's just no way around it. Kudos to the Bears, though, for taking advantage of it. Um, you know, Foles had clutch throws late in the game to get that to get the game winning Cairo Santos field goal, and Tom Brady did not appear to know it was fourth down at the end of the game, which is a major major faux pas. I, I guess you know I saw a headline where he says after the game he did know it. I don't I don't know how that could be the case. Um, seems to me like it's pretty clear he did not know that it was fourth down and maybe he would not have made that throw maybe he would have made the same throw and it doesn't make a difference and it's just a bad look uh donovan smith was disappointing for the bucks anyway so that the whole segment was presented by DraftKings. it went under games have not been going under the total 45 but it was the penalties you know almost every drive it felt like the bucks had third and 27 or third and 17. um the bears a couple times had that too because of penalties or whatever very, very disappointing. I think I've, I think I've mentioned that enough. And it was a Thursday night game, Bri, which can also be seen on Amazon. Hey, football fans, are you an Amazon Prime member? Did you know you can watch Thursday night football live on Prime Video? Yeah, it's the future of football. You can catch all the action on any device, almost anywhere in the world. Choose your favorite announcer, including Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah from Move the Sticks, Chris Long and Kerry Champion from NFL Next. Get next-gen stats and watch in-game replays on demand, all within Prime Video's X-Ray. Next-gen stats are real-time stats powered by AWS. No more waiting around. You can access the current stats anytime. Need to check how your fantasy player is doing? This is the ideal way to stay up to speed. In-game, on-demand replays are accessible on your remote on Fire TV or by turning your mobile device sideways. So if you're a streamer or simply want the most custom way of watching Thursday Night Football, tune in live every Thursday starting October 8th. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. and kickoff is at 8.20 Eastern on Prime Video. Also available on Fox and NFL Network. NFL Network simulcast is subject to change. Thursday Night Football. Presented by Bud Light Platinum. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. Let's start, Ross, with the Rams at Washington. Yeah, and let's also say, if you if, if you don't go and watch YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL to, to see what I do during the Amazon pre-recorded read, you're missing out. I just invented different dance moves. I think I showed my the inside of my mouth. You got to go to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL just to see what do I do during the Amazon pre-recorded reads. All right, Bri. Rams, Redskins, sorry. Rams, Washington football team. Um, it's amazing, by the way, isn't it, Bri? How many things we've had to change recently. Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Rams, Los Angeles Chargers, Washington football team. I mean, 
it had probably been 15, 20 years since we had to do anything like that. And now it's four in like the last four years. We're like literally the name of the team has changed, either the first part or the second part. Anyway, um, I'm intrigued by this game now, of course, now that Dwayne Haskins has been benched and now that Alex Smith is the backup. Curious to see how Kyle Allen does and curious to see if Kyle Allen really does poorly if they really put Alex Smith in a game. I, I think I said this yesterday. I really did not think that Alex Smith would ever put that leg back in harm's way. Um, I would not, based on the Stefania Bell video. I absolutely would not. Uh, you know, with all the kids he has, he's got several kids. He's made so much money. It's just not. It would not be worth the risk to me. It's Alex's life. I think he's trying to prove a point, and I think that there's a lot of good life lessons there. But this is right to the point where I would have potentially taken it to the point where I could be in a football game and Aaron Donald could be coming at my legs. No, wouldn't do it. There's That that leg's been through all, enough trauma already. Uh, I, I'll be – you know, Kyle Allen evidently knows the system better than does Dwayne Haskins. I'm curious to see how he does. Really curious. I think Washington plays better. I think they're able to keep it close, if you remember. You know, the Rams did not play all that great last week against um, against the Giants. So I think Washington's going to be able to keep this one close. I won't pick them to win it, though. I'll say 23-17, the Rams. Philadelphia Eagles at the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Battle of the Keystone State. It is the Battle of the Keystone State. And by the way, um, if you haven't checked it out yet, um, I'm going to ask you guys to please check out a video I posted last night to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I guess the Instagram video cuts off after a minute. It's a minute and a half. It was a video I did and do feel very, very strongly about. Uh, and I think it's well, I don't want to I don't want to spoil. I think you guys should check it out. At Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, as well as Facebook. Maybe I'll even put it up on, on YouTube. Um, anyway. I have a tough time picturing the Eagles being able to get this done. You know, you never know how a team comes off of a bye, especially a surprise bye. So potentially the Steelers might be rusty. I think it's a tough matchup for the Eagles revamped offensive line that as Lane Johnson in and out of the lineup, they essentially have one starter remaining and that's Jason Kelsey. They basically lost five starters because they lost the left tackle twice, Andre Dillard and Jason Peters. And then to go up against that Steelers D-line, that's rough, man. That That's really, really rough. So I think that's, that, that'll be tough for the Eagles. I do think their D-line might be able to slow down the Steelers. I think this is a low-scoring game. Um, I think I'll go Steelers 20, Eagles 17. I think it's a hard-fought game. But I think the Steelers win that game in the end. Arizona Cardinals at the New York Jets. Yet another game with intrigue because the Cardinals have not played very well at all. Not at all. The last couple weeks. And the Jets have a new quarterback in Joe Flacco. And boy, wouldn't it be something if the Jets played a lot better and the Jets put a bunch of points up? 
Wow. I mean, that would be that would be very interesting to see what the week is like in New York and with the Jets. I don't really expect that to happen. I, I think the Arizona Cardinals will go out there and I think they'll play well. And I think they'll certainly be be good enough to beat the Jets. I don't think I would take Arizona as a survivor pick based on how they did the last couple of weeks. So I'll take Arizona to win this game 27-17 by 10. The Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Raiders were competitive last week against the Bills. They moved the ball well. They're still a little bit beat up. The Chiefs, you're just not going to get a C performance from them very often. You know, you're not going to get back-to-back games where the Chiefs don't play well. That's why I think that they will play well. The Raiders' defense still leaves a lot to be desired. 31-20, Kansas City. Next game, it's Jacksonville at Houston. Wow. Another game, Bri, where you really have intrigue, right? Like, how are the Texans going to play in the post-Bill O'Brien era? How are the Texans going to do now that they got rid of Bill O'Brien and they have an interim coach in Romeo Cornell? And I believe they'll get a little boost. I think they'll get the interim head coach boost. And I think the Texans win this game. Jags have left a lot to be desired the last couple of weeks. They kind of are who we thought they would be coming into the season now. So I'll take Houston to win the game 27-20. I think Houston wins by a decent amount. Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. It's an interesting one, Bri, because the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson's missed the last couple of days of practice. He's got a knee issue. And he's got an illness. Now, he's supposed to play, but I guess if you're the Bengals, I would stop the running backs and make Lamar Jackson run, right? Like, make him prove that he's healthy and can play and can run at a high level. He misses practice back-to-back days. It's never happened before. I'd make him prove it if I were the Bengals. Now, that could be dangerous. He can go for 70 yards. But, you know, if if he missed practice a couple days because his knee's bothering him, Is he as willing to run? We're about to see. This is one of the negatives of that offense where you run the quarterback as much as you do. Joe uh, Burrow seems to give the Bengals a chance in every game with his slinging, kind of swashbuckling style. He's very fun to watch. I think ultimately the the Ravens win the game 30-23, to but I think it's closer than – you know, the folks out there in Vegas or in particular the DraftKings Sportsbook, how they've set the lines, I think it's closer than they believe. I also think now more than ever, it's important to show support for your team and your community. Visa and the National Football League know that local businesses help your community move the ball down the field. Small businesses everywhere are overcoming challenges in these new times, thanks to teammates like you and Visa. Because when everyone pitches in, everyone benefits. Being loyal to local businesses ignites growth and supports all of us and our communities because they know that where you shop matters. Visa urges you to support local retailers who are making shopping safe and reliable. And remember, 
tap to pay with a contactless visa wherever you see the contactless symbol to help support your community. Visa, official partner of the NFL. Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Right, and this is a game where the the betting line at DraftKings had been three points. The Carolina Panthers were getting it's all the way down to one last time I checked, and that makes sense because I believe the Carolina Panthers win the game outright. Now, it's not much of an underdog, Bry, but it's still technically an underdog. Anytime you take an underdog, someone that's getting points to win the game outright, it's an underdog. So when I'm finished talking, you can let the doggies out. I'll just say Falcons on a short week. Falcons know the season's over. I still don't know if Julio Jones plays or not. Carolina's won two in a row. They're confident. They're feeling good about themselves. They're young. They're hungry. I believe for those reasons, they get the win. I'll take Carolina to win. Let's say I'll go 30 to 27, actually, Bri. A pretty high-scoring game because that's kind of the games the Falcons tend to play. So pretty high-scoring game. And ultimately, I'll take the Panthers. I'm trying to pull up to make sure they are still – yeah, they're still getting a point and a half, so let the doggies out. Ross's Underdog of the Week. Miami Dolphins at the San Francisco 49ers. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. So I think, you know, I'll be curious to see how the Dolphins play. Fitzpatrick had a not, not a great game last week. He usually bounces back and plays better. I think Jimmy Garoppolo's starting, but I haven't even seen that confirmed anywhere, which is interesting. Either way, I think the Niners get it done. I don't expect them to lose back-to-back games at home. I'll take San Francisco 24 to 20 over the Dolphins. Good game, though. Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. It doesn't look good right now for the Cowboys, Brian. With Tyron Smith, they're starting left tackle. Looks like he might have to have neck surgery and sit out the rest of the year. He has really, I mean, have you ever seen the guy? He looks like exactly what you want a left tackle to look like. But he's had a lot of ailments. And, you know, he's like me, Brian. It's been, I mean, nothing genetically in terms of how we look. But he's had back issues. Now he's having neck issues. Every player, I'm convinced, has some body part that's just not the best body part for them, right? Like mine was spine. Some guys, it's knees or shoulders or hips or ankles. Mine was spine, my back and my neck. Same with Tyron Smith. I still think even if he doesn't play, I I highly doubt he will. I think the Cowboys win, but this is a dangerous game for them because the Giants played better last week. I'll take the Cowboys to win the game 24-20. Again, I think I went back-to-back 24-20 over the Giants. Indianapolis Colts at the Cleveland Browns. Really looking forward to this game. And it's cool to really be looking forward to a Colts-Browns game. But they're both 3-1. and one. It's kind of like the Bucks bears last night. You know, the winner of this one is in a really good spot at 4-1. and one. I like the Browns. Uh, you know, they're playing at home. It's not that much of a factor. 
But I think their offense is really clicking on all cylinders. The Colts offense is not clicking on all cylinders. Colts defense is playing great. It'll be nice to see. We're going to get to know, find out right away whether or not the Cleveland Browns, um, whether or not the Browns offense or the Colts defense wins the day. And I'll say it's kind of a tie, but ultimately the Browns win. Uh, I'm going to say 23-20, another game right in that window. So it sounds like we could be getting some unders this week based on me, but I, I always kind of under underrate this, the amount of points in games. Sunday Night Football, the Minnesota Vikings at the Seattle Seahawks. The Minnesota Vikings. I think that this. I think the Vikings actually have a chance to win this game. I don't think they're going to, but I think this would be an upset pick because I think they're going to be able to score with the Seahawks. I think this one. I won't underrate this one. This one is going to be thirty-one twenty-eight, thirty-five thirty-four, something like that. This is a high-scoring game. Ultimately, I'll take Russell Wilson to pull it out late instead of Kirk Cousins. But I think it's a high-scoring game. Neither defense playing very well. Both offenses playing very well. Back and forth affair. Ultimately, I will take the Seahawks 35-34. Could be a good game, by the way, to check out on NFL Game Pass because it's going to be high-scoring. It's going to be back and forth. This is probably going to be one that if you fall asleep Sunday night, you wake up Monday morning because you want to – catch everything that happened in the game with the condensed versions on NFL Game Pass. Plus, it's just nice for those of you that like additional content during the week, the NFL Game Pass film sessions where like Stephon Gilmore and Devontae Adams tell you what they're thinking when they're in coverage or running their route. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. Again, NFL.com slash Game Pass. NFL Game Pass where football never stops. First of two Monday night games again, uh, Denver at New England. Right, a 5 o'clock Eastern Monday night football game pushed back a day because of Stephon Gilmore. What I don't really understand about that is I guess they're waiting for a couple days to make sure they have a couple days of clear, nobody else test positive, and then they can practice Saturday and Sunday, and then have the game Monday, I guess. I I think that that is what the logic is. It's interesting to hear that Stephon Gilmore had dinner with Cam Newton. That's how you get it. That that's that seems to be a much more likely way to get it than playing football or in the facility, unless you break the protocol like the Tennessee Titans did. I like the Patriots to win the football game, even without Stephon Gilmore. Sounds like Cam will be back. That's a big difference. I don't think – I don't think – Brett Rippon or Drew Locke off of injury is ready for that smoke. Patriots 23, Broncos 17. Monday night again, uh, Chargers at the Saints. So Justin Herbert's officially been named the starter for the Chargers. Not much of a surprise there. He's their first round pick. He's the number, whatever it was, six pick overall, five. He's played extremely well. No, no, no surprises really there. And I think this is a high scoring game. You know, the Chargers defense has been a little bit disappointing, I guess. I think after that Chiefs game, I thought they'd play better. Uh, the Saints will find a way to move the ball. They typically do. 
I think the Chargers will have some success unless this is like the Saints breakout game defensively. I'm going to go um, Saints 31, Chargers 27. And it's not that common that we talk about Tuesday night football, Buffalo at Tennessee. Yeah, so I guess if the Titans have more positives today, that perhaps they would cancel this game. Um, I don't, do you know, Brian? I think that's my understanding. Are you still guys still doing the game on radio? No. So last night, once we got word that uh, Buffalo, Tennessee officially moved, then we pivoted and uh, sent a crew to – we're going to send a crew to Houston. So I'm going to see the Jags and Texans. Got it. So, um, yeah, I mean – Here's what I would say about about that. Because if this game's Tuesday, that means the Thursday night game I was supposed to call with the Chiefs and the Bills is moved back to Sunday. And so now I will not be calling that game. So essentially, the Tennessee Titans' carelessness and recklessness has cost me some money uh, and the opportunity to call an awesome Bills-Chiefs game. So very, very, very disappointing. Very disappointing. And it's not about me. I'm just telling you guys full transparency, little inside baseball. That's what happened. It's, it's moved back to Sunday because it moved back to Sunday. Western One's not doing the game. And so I miss out on uh, a fun event and, um, you know, the compensation for that, that game. Very disappointing. It's not the route I would have gone, but I understand that right now they need to do, you know, they don't want to forfeit the games because the players don't get paid. Totally respect that. They're trying to figure it out. I get it. But now that there's even more evidence of the Titans being reckless in another off-site workout, to me that's like three strikes and you're out. But uh, that's what they're doing. So – you know, it's funny. I feel like a lot of people are going to be rooting against the Titans now this year. It's hard to imagine them being in great shape and great, uh, greatly prepared to play the Bills. I guess I could say the same thing about the Patriots against the Broncos. But I like the Bills to win the game because the Titans aren't even practicing yet. And we'll see what happens with their tests coming back today. But I like the Bills to win the game. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, but I just don't know how, what to expect from the Titans after missing all these practices. So, Buffalo, um, 27. Now, Buffalo, 24. Tennessee, 20. The Bills get the win. I didn't really give out a survivor pick, Bri. I didn't really love any of them. I think you could go Dallas. You could go um, Arizona as survivor picks. You could certainly go Baltimore or Kansas City. I think I probably already used them, and you probably have as well. But there's a bunch of different survivor picks you could take there. Shout-outs, by the way, to all of our peeps. I saw some of the guys on our private Slack channel, um, Tuckheads or Patreon.com slash RT Media. They said Vision Comics is really cool. So I was, I was happy to hear that. Shout-out SteakhouseSports.com, Sporticulture, DynastyFreaks.com, Pizza Boy Brewing, also, a shout-out to Shop Local with Visa to help support your community because where you shop matters. Visa, 
everywhere you want to be. If you didn't already, check out the College Draft Podcast with Emery or Fantasy Feast with Joe, even Money with Steve. Plenty of more. And I guess I'm just going to finish it off here with uh, Ross frozen on the screen. It is time to say, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.